0: Hello and welcome to the Exam Study Expert podcast. One thing I'm really trying to lean into here on the podcast at the moment is featuring the listener community a bit more, uh, going beyond the Deep Dive Student Stories series and offering other ways that you guys can get involved, hear from each other and inspire each other. As part of that, at of broadcasting this episode, you may have heard me open with a limited time shout out uh, with a couple of messages for listeners and clients who've either had exams recently uh, or have them coming up. If you would like to request a shout out yourself uh, or for a friend or family member, uh, you can. You can head to examstudyexpert.com forward slash get hyphen involved. And there's a little form to fill in there with your shout out request. Uh, you can request a good luck message if you've got exams or assignment deadlines coming up uh, and to have us all rooting for you and cheering you on. Uh, or if you've just had exams or, or a big uh, result back, uh, you can send in a, uh, a results report and we'll give you a little congratulations message. A virtual high five from me and the exam study ex- communi- expert community uh, for your recent success. After all that hard work, I'm sure. Again, that's at examstudyexperts.com forward slash get hyphen involved. For today's episode, I wanted to experiment with a crowdsourced format. Uh, It's something I've done before uh, for the uh, PhD tips episode way back in episode number 17. These episodes are always a little bit more work to put together, hence being a couple of days late getting this podcast up, but they're always a lot of fun. So today, I invited the exam study expert uh, community to send in their top productivity tips. Thank you so much to all of you who took the time to send in a productivity tip. It was really generous of you, and I'm so excited to share the results uh, with everybody on this episode. Uh, We kick off today with Phoebe from Singapore on a tip very close to my heart.
1: Hi, William. My best productivity tip is to make sure that I get enough downtime. I think everyone has a slightly different requirement for leisure time, and we have to find our own balance between studying and relaxing. Personally, I found that I can maximize both my efficiency and well-being with a 50-50 split between study time and downtime. And I mean, it might sound a bit ridiculous to spend so little time studying as a full-time student, but in my stressful university life, maintaining my well-being and sanity and not being frazzled really helps with both motivation and efficiency. So that makes me a lot more productive when I do study.
0: Thanks, Phoebe. Everyone has their own ratio of work to rest. And I love how Phoebe very openly models that 50-50 split as being right for her. Plus, it's important to note, if you're working smart, uh, you don't need such long hours to get through what you need to get through. Remember, it's all about studying smarter, not necessarily harder. So, from time to location, one of the other super important pillars of productivity. Here's Serena on the importance of location in her study routine.
1: One productivity tip that I think it's really, really huge is to just work at a library. I'm sure a lot of people do this already, but for me, it's A huge huge game-changer it's really helpful when you want to work hard but you always get distracted at your house because at a library where everyone's working hard working silently it really motivates you or pressures you whatever word you want to use to work harder and not get distracted I've been going to my local library so much (laughs) This past these past few years and it has helped me so much in getting my work done quickly and efficiently.
0: Well, thanks, Serena. Libraries did it for me too. I was a big fan of working in libraries and similar spaces, uh, but I know they're not for everyone or maybe not for all of the time. So if you are in your own study space uh, spending a lot of time there, have a think about how you can optimise it. Here's a little idea from Ingrid that you may not have thought about.
1: My slightly weird productivity tip is to have plants in your workroom because they can help decrease stress, reduce noise levels, boost creativity and because they clean the air.
0: Last month, The Studying Smarter Network was enjoying a special live daily programme, The Scholar's Way, uh, which was a lot of fun. And thank you so much to everyone who who joined me for that programme. And the first day of the 30-day programme was about reflecting on what's really working for you that no one told you to do, or perhaps, uh, you know, a tip that you've heard and and then you've kind of taken it further or given it your own unique spin or flavour. So I just wanted to pause uh, as part of this episode to share a couple of the answers that came out from that first day and people's reflections and the things they shared, Um, because there were some really, really good uh, ideas. So one scholar talked about how it was very important for her to create a special study space uh, to minimise distractions. In her case, she described it as being a small room, pretty much just her desk, books and a big window from which light comes in, uh, but high enough not to be able to see the road and get distracted by it. So I liked that, you know, nice and clean, minimal, no distractions. Uh, That's uh, what was working for her in terms of creating that perfect environment to study uh, another scholar from australia shared how she pl- started playing classical music uh, such that her brain would interpret that as a signal uh, that it was time to work uh, and she noted that it doesn't le- the music doesn't necessarily stay on the whole time but hearing that at least initially uh, sort of acts as a cue uh, that some serious study is about to begin Um, I think both what you're listening to, that music example, and what you're seeing in your immediate environment, kind of what's around you in your space, whether it's in a library or kind of what's in your little study space at home, and both of those things act as important environmental cues. Uh, So both being in a certain place and or listening to certain music, uh, those are both examples of things that can act as triggers that it's time to study uh, as these various examples illustrate. The final tip I wanted to share from uh, that first day's exercise in the scholar's way was it was a real gem. I, I loved this one uh, because it provides a real practical a- answer to a, a big dilemma that often comes up for people. So phone distractions are a major issue, uh, a major productivity barrier for many of us getting distracted on our phone. And so ideally, we want to sort of put the phone away, but also for some people, That's a difficult decision because, you know, we still need to be available, perhaps should some sort of emergency arise. Uh, You know, and I do understand that that can be particularly important for people that have, uh, you know, caring responsibilities of some shape or form. So a med student from Portugal described how her biggest uh, invention uh, to combat procrastination was having this rule about no smartphone in the bed or in the study room ever – Her unique spin on this was to change her SIM card and move it from her smartphone into an old brick phone whenever she came home, so that it's still there in case of emergency. The smartphone can then be turned off and left somewhere where it's hard to reach, like in the cellar in her case. But then the, the the brick phone, you know, this phone that doesn't have internet or distractions, you know, sort of nineties style phone. For those of you that remember that, uh, you know that that then allows her still to be able to be called and contacted if uh, some sort of emergency does arise and she needs to be reached. Uh, that was a great idea, uh, really, really nice idea, uh, and a nice way to kind of combat that that particular dilemma. If that's something you have in 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 your life. So removing sources of distraction generally is a really important win when it comes to boosting productivity. Um, the first one that comes tends to come up is tech distractions when we're thinking about things that distract us. Um, but we can also have distractions from within. So sometimes our mind wanders off and thinks about other things. Shom, who you may remember from episode one to one, a uh, recent student stories episode, also emailed in a distraction-related productivity tip. Uh, and he said, I keep a notepad on the table while studying. I write down any distracting thoughts on the notepad. I call it the scratchpad technique. It's a really nice tip, this one. Uh, It's one I've also taught in the past, I call it the distractions list. Uh, And it can be a really nice way to get distractions out of your head and thereby allow your mind to clear and get back to work. You know, anytime your mind wanders off and starts thinking about something you need to do at the weekend or want to do later, or perhaps ruminating on something that happened earlier today, just pop it down on paper. uh, And that will help the mind kind of let go of that thought, allow it to clear and get back to work. A very similar strategy can work for people if you have a lot of thoughts running around your head making it hard to get to sleep. Write them down and that allows the mind to clear and in that case get back to sleep. We're on the home straight now and I want to return to Serena who sent in another really nice little tip. Uh, This was I think my favourite of the lot uh, describing a really fun little strategy she uses to stay on task.
1: Something I do when I want to be really productive is to film a study with me. So I'll set my phone up on a stand, hit time-lapse, and I'll work on whatever I want to do on that day. I never actually post them. I don't even edit it. It's just the presence of having a recorded phone there, of having your work being recorded, really helps me stay on track and not go on any website or app that may distract me. It's been really, really helpful. I've gotten a lot of work done this way. And even though it may sound really weird, it actually does work.
0: Well, thanks, Serena. I I loved that one. Um, One of my incentives to encourage people to send in tips uh, was offering a prize uh, to to, to a lucky person of uh, either a one-on-one coaching session or uh, three months in the Study Smarter Network. Uh, And this tip won my personal pick Uh, prize. So congratulations, Serena. Look out for my email about claiming your prize. We're almost done for today. I wanted to just give the last word to Ingrid again from earlier with a short but sweet mini little tip to close out this episode.
1: My best productivity tip is to make what you're doing feel more joyful, because then you will be more focused and willing to do it instead of procrastinating.
0: Well, amen to that. And thank you once again to everybody who submitted tips. I hope those of you listening today have really enjoyed the diversity of different ideas that have been shared today. Uh, As always, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. It's been a real pleasure to have your company. Wishing you a wonderfully productive week ahead and every success in your studies. Wasn't that wonderful? If you're feeling inspired, why not leave us a rating and a review in your podcast app? It would make our day. Thanks again for listening and see
1: you soon.